Welcome to another episode of Goat Girl, because women are powerful. I'm your host, Ashley Caprice. Thank you so much for subscribing and sharing and for all the feedback. I so appreciate you. This is a podcast where we focus on affirmations, motivation, girl power, and girl talk. Today's topic, tips on how to overcome insecurities. We all have them, right? We'll get into it after this. I am are two of the most powerful words and what you say after shapes your reality. So today's I am affirmation is I am flawless. I am flawless. So we all have our flaws. We all have the things that make us great. And then the things that are like, oh, that girl getting on my nerves, right? We get on somebody's nerves, (laughs) but we're all flawless in our own way. No one is perfect. We all try to do everything society deems as perfect, right? We go to school, you know, then go get your degree, then get your nine to five job, then you get married and have your kid. And then, oh, you need to have another kid. Oh, get the house and the pet. And oh my goodness, does it ever end? It's like with women, we always have to work towards the next thing. We could hardly ever just pause, live in it, and be satisfied with what we've achieved and already accomplished in our life. We always think about what else can I do? But no matter what we try to accomplish, we will never be perfect. We could work towards everything on the outside, but no one's ever going to be perfect on the inside. It's not going to make anyone else look at you like, dang, she has it all. Or it could. A lot of people will look at someone else's life and say she has it all. But you don't know what all she's going through. You don't know all the stresses, the demons, or whatever else is happening. Her insecurities. We are all flawless. But it's important for us to all embrace our imperfections, right? Instead of judging someone else and why does she get this and I can't and I don't have this. You know, stop competing, stop comparing and embrace everything that makes you who you are. We're all imperfect. We all have flaws. We're all human. And that's what makes us so great. And even with all of your flaws, you are still all that and a bag of chips. I am flawless. You have it going on. Your curves, your hair, your short hair, your long hair, your your big butt, your small butt, whatever it is, you know, that's how God made you. That's how you're supposed to be. Not judging anyone who wants to get their plastic surgery. Do your thing. Just know that you're already flawless. Some people get into relationships and they say, oh, this person brought out the best in me or this person brought out the worst in me. Somebody else could see what makes you unique or a great person or, you know, might pull out some better parts of you, might pull out your flaws and they could actually be a strength in disguise. Sometimes we're we're in the boardroom and we're speaking up for ourselves. And we could feel like, oh, that's an insecurity. Like, oh my God, no one's going to want to hear me speak my mind. When in reality, that's you being assertive. So it's all based on the way you look at it. We're all flawed. It's what makes us all different. And it's okay. Because why would we all want to be the same anyway, right? That's boring. So be unique. Be flawless. 
I am flawless. Even on my worst day, right? Even on your worst day, you are still flawless, girl. You got it going on. So hold your head up high, put your shoulders back, walk with confidence, and do you, boo. I am flawless. Let's get into some girl talk. So this episode is a little different. It's me, myself, and I talking to you, and I'll do an episode solo every once in a while, just because sometimes I have some things to say that I want to share with you and just motivate you. So I love watching interviews. I was watching a Breakfast Club interview, their big station in New York, Power 105. It has DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God, and they were interviewing this artist named Lizzo. Now, I've heard her name before. A friend of mine was playing some of her music. I asked her, who's that? And she told me her name. And so when I saw this interview pop up, I'm like, well, let me see more about this girl, right? And so I watched, oh my God, she's the bomb, okay? She's a plus-size music artist, and her music is now making its way to, even she said it, to more of the black audience. First, she was performing a lot for the white audiences, right? So now we're kind of, I'm kind of just now hearing about her, but her music is all about self-love and um, just being good to yourself. And she said that she didn't think she could do what she's doing because she didn't see anyone else that looked like her except for Missy Elliott, another woman who's just dresses how she wants to dress. She's a risk taker with her music. She does what she wants to do. Missy, obviously, to me, exudes self-love. And so Lizzo was like, okay, I want to be like her. And they did a song together and everything. So the song is called Tempo. So check that out. But in this interview, she was talking about heartbreak and then talking about loving herself. And she said that she, every day, would look in the mirror, spread her coconut oil. She has a song called Coconut Oil too, by the way. Spread her coconut oil all over her body while looking at herself in a mirror, dancing in her, in her mirror, just butt naked and just loving herself. I love that. So what I did today, (laughs) I took my shower and got my coconut oil and did the same damn thing. And oh my goodness, I felt amazing. Now, I'm always preaching about self-care and self-love and I love myself, but we all have our insecurities. My butt ain't the biggest. I'm always teasing my friends like, look at my big booty, knowing it ain't. It ain't much back there. It's okay. I found certain jeans and certain angles in my photos that make me look like I got a little something, something. But I don't have the biggest butt. And it's okay. I know other qualities that I love about myself. I love my smile. I love my eyes. I love my legs. So that's what I show more in a lot of my pictures that I post on social media. And let's talk about appearance for a second because I know a lot of people might be feeling insecure because they're looking for others to validate them and we all need to stop that the likes on a photo doesn't matter what matters most is how much you like yourself okay you can get one like but if you just loving yourself and you like yourself that's all that matters girl most of these photos on instagram have filters anyway you know but so many people seek approval through social media, but do understand that we are going to see you in real life one day and you want people to know who you are. So overcome that insecurity about your looks. Look in the mirror tomorrow morning 
and just look at yourself and tell yourself what you love about yourself. It should be everything. Like you just love everything about yourself because that's how God created you. But definitely pinpoint the parts that you really like. And this might be TMI, but I was rubbing all my arms and my boobs and my stomach. Like, yes, I just love me. And that's what matters is you loving your appearance, not anyone else. There was one social media challenge where it was like, um, I woke up like this. People had to take a photo of themselves within 30 seconds of waking up and post a picture just to show people, I guess, that they look good in the morning. Who cares? And why? What is the point of that? Why are people seeking so much validation from social media? Just stop. It's creating so many mental health issues. You know, some of these challenges like, oh, the no makeup challenge. I even did the Fresh Face Friday. You know, some of us girls will do that sometimes. And it's like, why are we doing this? We're trying to show, oh, I look good without makeup. So what? So what? Why do we do this? I'm getting on myself as well. And that's why I actually sometimes I'll post pictures and sometimes I just don't. You know, even in my career, there used to be this thing where you had to stay relevant and always posting photos. And just over the past few days, really, (laughs) I was just like, I'm tired of feeling like I have to always post something, always stay up to date, show people what I'm doing. Like, I'm tired of it. And I know you are too. Like, validate yourself. Tell yourself, I love you. You know what you're doing in life. You know you're being great. You know you're you're amazing. You don't have to show every single thing in your life, all of what you're doing all of the time. It's all good. Posting all of our accomplishments all of the time. Like we we love the praise. And with me, I've told you before, my love language is words of affirmation. So yes, I like hearing great things. But as I do my I am affirmations, as long as I'm telling myself and praising myself and doing words of affirmation for myself, I, I'm in falling, I guess, more in love with myself. I feel like everything else is seeking validation from someone else so I've kind of fallen back and not telling you that you should too but just telling you to love yourself more especially when it comes to your appearance let me just say a lot of insecurities come from childhood or a lot of your experiences or trauma or whatever so growing up I remember there was this one incident where I I was like nine or ten years old and me and my neighbor she and I were playing in a room or something and her brother came in and was like Y'all want something from McDonald's? And I said, yeah, I wanted a Big Mac. Hey, I like my Big Macs, okay? Even 19 years old, I wanted a Big Mac. And he was like, he's like, yeah, you know you want two Big Macs. Let me tell you, I was a chubby little girl, all right? I had issues and a lot of insecurities, a lot of insecurities when it came to my weight. When I was like in maybe elementary school and middle school, a little bit in high school, So I had a lot of insecurities with this. So when this neighbor of mine talked about, oh, you know, you want two Big Macs, I was so hurt. I went back across the street, told my brother and me and my friend, we ended up walking to McDonald's. I came back and my brother and neighbor were on the street like trying to fight. (laughs) And thank you. Shout out to my brother Ish for being overprotective and having my back. But that still stuck with me. It's like. 20 years later, and I'm still thinking about it. And that hurt my feelings so bad that 
Am I really about to cry over this? I'm getting teary-eyed. What the heck? Thought I was over it. I need therapy. Um, <laughs> but so I went. Um, so even still to this day, like people will call me small and or some people call me skinny. First of all, I'm not skinny. Shout out to the skinny girls. But I know I got a little meat on my bones. But whenever I feel a jiggle in my stomach area, I'm like really self-conscious about it. Like, oh my God, let me do some planks. I need to do some push-ups. I need to go run. Like I start working out when I feel a jiggle around my stomach. And I know that comes from me being young and a chubby child. And I was getting called all kind of names growing up (laughs) to the point where, where I would seriously hurry up and work out if I felt a jiggle anymore. But now the woman I am today and with Lizzo singing about, you know, she embracing and loving her body. And, I, you know, today getting in the mirror and me rubbing oil all over my body. I'm like, I don't give a damn if I have a little jiggle. So what? So what? Whew, I think I just had therapy through this podcast episode. Just talking through some of my insecurities with you all. But it's real because women... And I know to outsiders, I probably look really fit, but because growing up as a kid and hearing that and hearing my grandpa at the time say, so this was our thing. He, he had a little belly. So he would tell me, oh, your, your stomach looks like a tub. And I would say, yours look like a tub. And he's like, no, mine look like a sink, but yours look like a tub. Y'all would have thought I was like a roly poly out in these streets. Okay. <laughs> like. I wasn't even that big looking back at pictures, but yes, I was chubby, but like the things that were said and then people would talk about my head. Oh, you got a big head, but now I got an even bigger head and I embraced it because of my big hair. So it's like, I've just learned over the years to just embrace it all. I'm embracing my little fat or my little jiggle. It's jiggling, baby. Go ahead, baby. Okay. It's okay. I'm embracing my big head with my big hair. I'm embracing all of it. My thunder thighs, like my pancake booty. These are all names. Lemon head, apple head. I was, yes, they, 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 they talked about your girl like crazy. And I embraced all of it. Like, hey, whatever. I still look good. Now leave me alone. I'm perfect just the way I am, okay? And if I had a booty, oh my goodness. God was like, we can't give you beauty and brain and a booty. Like, it's just going to be all bad. And I was like, you know what, God, I understand. So love on your body. And also love you for all your doubts when it comes to your career. I struggle with having self-doubts a lot of times, especially in the entertainment industry. We're all competing and comparing all of the time. And that is so unhealthy. I remember coming into this industry, there was one girl that I used to watch, like, all of her moves. And I'm like, why? Why am I watching this girl? And as soon as I stopped watching her, I started accomplishing my own things because I started focusing on my own path. I started staying in my own lane. Like, okay, what's for her is for her. What's for me is for me. What's for you is for you. That goes for everyone. What is for you is for you. And God will not take it away If it's meant for you, we have to think about all of our accomplishments instead of our failures. 
I know my mom and I were talking a few weeks ago and she was telling me about something that I did in the industry. And I was like, oh yeah, I forgot. It's like I've done so much that I forget. But then there's so many times where I feel like I'm not doing enough or I want to do more when it's like, girl, <laughs> you know, you've done really well for yourself. Chill out. You know, so I'm trying to learn to chill. I'm having a spirit of gratitude and being grateful for all the opportunities that I had and all of the opportunities that are on the way. All of the opportunities that God is still preparing for me. Until then, I'm staying in the spirit of gratitude. I'm having grace. I'm staying consistent with my podcast. That's my biggest thing now is staying consistent. So getting over insecurities in your career, learn to have more faith and less doubt. Don't look at someone else's life to see what they're doing because you could accomplish so much more if you go on the road and the path that's meant for you. We all have our own gifts and our own talents and you're doing a disservice if God blessed you with all of these great skills, right? And you're not using that. Instead, you're going to go and do what someone else is doing when that's not meant for you. So don't compare when it comes to your, your career, I was having a thought a few weeks ago, like, what am I doing? What do I want to do? And my spirit told me to look within. I'm like, oh, that was deep. (laughs) So I had to look within. And that's what you have to do as well. Look within yourself. The answer is not going to come online, through a meme, through a friend, through a family member, through your relationship. The answer is going to come within you. Meditate and listen. God is always dropping hints. Listen. For those confirmations. God speaks to me through music and in other ways, through friends, through some some social media posts. You know, it's just so many confirmations. Like I'm considering a career change. And with that, I keep having so many self-doubts because I'm like, well, I'm I'm more versed in radio. I know more about radio. I've spent the last 13 years in radio, and God is like Okay, cool, bet. But this is what I want you to do now. I want you to go over here. And I'm like, okay, but I don't know that space that much. And I don't really know. I don't have all of the skills. I know a little something, you know, having excuses. And then I would see something on social media pop up or a video pop up or a podcast pop up or a song that will come on that's confirming all of my thoughts and that confirms like, okay, you're right. (laughs) You're right, God. Let me go on that way and see what's up. So now I am um, making a pivot, not changing direction too much, but taking a little pivot to the right side and honestly considering um, leaving radio alone. I guess that's the first time I'm kind of saying it out loud. But podcast to me is like a form of radio, a form of broadcast. I'm talking about issues that are important to me. But you know, if if a radio job comes calling, I'm open, but I'm now focused on something else. And with that something else, with career changes comes doubts and insecurities. And the only way to not be insecure about it anymore is to be prepared. So now I'm studying and learning a new craft. I am telling myself my affirmations that I am focused, I am productive, and even like I can do this, I can do all things. I am being more resourceful. I'm following people on social media that have the same skill set. I'm not looking at what someone else is doing. Instead, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to focus on what I need to do to make sure that I succeed in this area in my life. 
Yes, I have insecurities with my career. I was talking to one of my mentees about that one day. She was having some doubts about her radio journey. And I was like, oh, girl, that's so normal. I had those same doubts years ago. And then this happened. And she's like, what? You did? Like, yes, things were not moving like I wanted to. I was becoming impatient. So then I started having self-doubts. You start thinking like, am I even supposed to be doing this anymore? Is this the way I'm supposed to live my life? Maybe I'm not supposed to do this. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes some of your dreams and goals could take so long to accomplish that you're like, maybe God is telling me to go another route instead of just being patient along the race and knowing that it's a marathon not a sprint. Hello, victory lap. So in your career, keep your goals in mind. Maybe have a every two year plan. One of my mentors told me that, that every two years, he's like, okay, you know, what's next for me? Within those two years, he's learning and growing. And then he's going to tackle something else in two years and find you a mentor. Maybe someone in your industry could help you so that they could alleviate some of the stress. Like, My mentee was probably so stressed and so doubtful until she realized, oh, her mentor, me, also had some of the same insecurities. You know, we all feel like we're weird and different and, oh my God, I feel like I'm the only one who's going through this or no, no. We're honestly all a lot alike. We're all going to have feelings. We're all, we all have insecurities. We all have our issues and it's all right. And maybe too, because growing up, I was praised a lot for the things that I accomplished. Oh, I got an A on a test. That's great. If I got a B or C, okay, try a little harder next time. Get that A. All right. And I felt like I was always doing well and praised for things I did in school. I was super involved in high school, band, plays, musical, dance team, I don't know, step team, senior class treasurer. I did a lot of it. And It was like I was getting praised for it. So I'm like, okay. So then I think that's why I'm so into my career because that's something growing up, you know, if I'm doing well in my studies and in work, then I felt valuable. Oh, shoot, I'm getting real. Okay, I feel like I'm talking to a therapist, but I'm not. I'm just talking in the mic. You know, I felt valued by what I did in school and at work and not knowing that I'm valued already by who I am. Me being on this earth, I'm a valuable person and so are you. So don't let insecurities with your career get to you. But like I said, it was just me growing up and having parents that praise your accomplishments, which is okay. And I, But I read something recently that said, you know, too much praise over that could be a bad thing too. And I think sometimes it might be because then we might feel like, We need to be a perfectionist. That's why I go girl. 13 years of having this on my mind and I never did anything with it because I felt like whatever it was, it needed to be perfect first. Like today, had to use another studio for my podcast and I went back and forth with like, maybe I shouldn't do it, but that's just a perfectionist in me instead of being consistent and getting the product out and knowing that I'm still going to share the same word. It probably won't sound exactly the same that I'm used to, but it's okay. I had to learn that. I had to learn to relax and stop trying to be so perfect and make sure everything is perfect before I put stuff out there. No moment is going to be perfect. And of course, a lot of insecurities come from the people we surround ourselves with, right? A lot of your relationships or friendships, a lot of insecurity could come from that because 
people might expect certain things and then you feel like you're not good enough. Oh, I'm not a good friend enough. Or I'm not good enough in my relationship. And you would go overboard and keep doing and keep doing and keep being there. And you're getting drained and exhausted all because that person thinks you're not good enough. When you know in your heart of hearts, you are amazing, right? You didn't feel this way from other friends. You didn't feel this way from another relationship. So then with that, with that insecurity, sometimes it's projection. Whatever they're saying about you is not so much true about you. It might just be true of themselves. And don't let that get into your spirit. You know who you are. And if you feel like you could be a better person, then be a better person. But if you feel like you're doing your all or going above and beyond for someone, maybe sometimes it'd be good to just let it go or love them from a distance. And that's cool. But also, do look in the mirror with that because some relationships and friendships are a mirror of you. And they will point out things that you don't want to see about yourself. So be honest and have these real conversations with yourself too. If you feel like you could do more, do more. If you feel like you're doing your all and a person's just not satisfied, still complaining or whatever, then let that go. Because what? Because if you keep giving and giving and they keep taking and taking, then what's left for you? You are what matters to you in the end. Or if you're the insecure person in your relationship, try to figure out why. Why are you feeling this way? Why are you paranoid? Why do you feel like this person is not doing enough for you? Why do you feel like they might be doing you wrong? And know that it's not always all about you. That's completely selfish. And maybe you have to stop depending on other people so much for your happiness. If someone else is just always not good enough for you or you feel like somebody's not doing enough that you want, then look at yourself and figure out, okay, what can I do for myself so that I'm not always asking this of someone else? You know, like I know um, in a previous relationship that, you know, words of affirmation. So I like to hear the kind words to myself, but why did I want to hear so many kind words? And I had to be real with myself. I had to be real with my, my dad and say, hey, I didn't hear a lot of this growing up. So because of that, it created like an insecurity or, you know, I got more praise for the work that I did, but not a lot about who I am. And that's real. Like, I don't think a lot of, well, maybe a lot of dads do, but I don't know a lot of dads who would tell their daughters, oh, you're beautiful. I love you and all of these nice words. So then when you hear it from a guy, it sounds good coming from someone from another man, right? So figure out your insecurities with yourself. Sit with yourself, figure out why. It usually always goes back to childhood. And speaking of childhood, what about the parents? I'm not a parent yet. I've been having baby fever, woo woo, but no possibility because I put the sing and single. Lizzo said something like that in one of her songs, but no relationship here. But I do want to have kids one day, so I, I can only imagine the insecurities that parents go through all of the time with, am I doing enough for my child? Am I being a good parent? Am I loving them correctly? Am I taking care of them correctly? I can only imagine that. So with insecurities, with being a parent, I would say, talk to other parents. Get some advice from them. Talk to your parents. Get advice from them and share love and spread love to your own parents. I know 
I would tell my mom or dad, like, hey, you know, you're a great parent and tell them all the reasons why and all this stuff and hang with them and everything. So they know they 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 know they cool. <laughs> I love my parents. But I know a lot of moms might feel bad when they have to go back to work and leave the child. Just know that a lot of women have had to do it and it gets done, you know, so don't be hard on yourself. Know that no one is perfect. A lot of first-time moms are just trying to figure it out. It's totally normal. I couldn't get too deep with that, but I did want to touch on motherhood since this is a podcast all about uh, all women. But since I'm not a mother yet, then I don't know much. But all I would say is I would be calling my mama probably for everything. (laughs) Like, what am I doing? So if your mom's still around, I would say call her up. And give yourself credit for what you do. Give yourself credit like, you know what? I am a hardworking mom. I... I'm here for my kid and I go to work and I make sure they're fed. They have a house over their head. You're doing it, girl. Okay, so relax. I know we all have insecurities, though. I know a lot of it comes from even bruised egos. A lot of us think about what others think about us. But what do you think about yourself? That's what matters. What does God think about you? That's what matters. Forget what everyone else is saying. Forget what everyone else is thinking because they have their own insecurities. And like I said, whatever they're saying that's bad about you might be projection on things that they might be really feeling about themselves. So don't take it to heart. Don't take so many things so personal. We always think everything is about us. No, it's not all about you. We're all in this world. We're just coexisting. So relax and have positive thoughts. Do your I am affirmations. Shoot, that's how I knew I was sexy. (laughs) All this stuff I was called in school. Like, no, no, no. Now I'm like, I am sexy. I am fabulous. I am the bomb. Shoot, I am flawless. Hello. So don't let people's words get to you. We all have gone through it. The peer pressure stage, low self-esteem stage, the building ourselves up, unlearning things that we thought were true about ourselves or about other people or that we thought is supposed to happen. You got to unlearn some things and kind of reprogram ourselves and become better people. But that's what self-love is about. It's about reflecting. It's about knowing who you are and being aware. It's about, okay, what can I do to get over these insecurities and committing to getting over those insecurities and, and doing daily habits that'll make you feel better. Dancing makes me feel better. Being in nature makes me feel better. Praying makes me feel better. Meditating makes me feel better. You know, talking to God, reflecting, journaling, all of these things make me feel better. So I've been doing more of that daily and that's why I feel so great now. I feel like I've been on this journey maybe the past eight or nine years where I felt this way. It really took time for me to get to know who I am. And of course, life happens. So we start learning more about who we are through different experiences, but ever since I read Joyce Meyer, positive thoughts is like changed my life. So when it comes to your insecurities, just know that we all have them. Even my dad said something recently. He said, nobody is better than you and you are better than nobody else. That's gospel, right? That's Bible. That's tabernacle. Is that what the kids say? I don't know, but that's real. Nobody is better than you and you are not better than anyone else believe that okay believe that okay and i know that my greatness is bigger than my insecurities and yours are too you are great in more ways than you are insecure 
So think on those things. Think on all of the things that make you a wonderful person. Forget all the other, the negative self-talk. You don't need any of that. All right. Now it's time for some music motivation. motivation. You are beautiful no matter what they say. Words can't bring you down. No. You are beautiful in every single way. Yes, words can bring you down. Remember that? Christina Aguilera. Her song, Beautiful, from the album, What a Girl Wants. Oh, that album was so dope. But those lyrics to that song is so real, right? And that's what you have to know about yourself, that you are beautiful no matter what anyone else says about you. No matter if you're called Applehead, Lemonhead, what is it? The Pancake Booty, the every name I got called. I still knew deep down inside that I was beautiful, okay? And so are you. No matter what you're called, no matter what anyone has said about you in the past or what anyone says about you now, today, it doesn't even matter. What are you saying about yourself? What are your affirmations about yourself? We have a whole song from Christina Aguilera and so many other people telling you that you are beautiful because it's so necessary that these songs exist, right? Because we know what all women go through, what everyone goes through. We know that everyone's going to go through something in middle school and high school. We know that kids could be cruel. We know that there are bullies. We know that there's now cyberbullying. We know that now there's social media. And so many people are trolling others on social media, saying negative things to people that they don't even know. All of these celebrities, I cannot imagine what it's like being a big time celebrity where they have millions of people that they don't even know leaving comments every single day on the shade room or on their personal pages. People have the audacity to go on someone else's page to leave a negative comment about someone they don't even know. The audacity. That's why these songs have to exist. So we know like, all right, well, no matter what they say, I'm beautiful. <laughs> I know who I am. And you have to know who you are so that if someone says something about you, you can shake it off. Someone tried to tell me I had trust issues. I was like, mm, nope, no, I don't. I don't have trust issues. You have trust issues because I know who I am. I trust my my family, I trust my friends. I don't trust you. You know, so then they try to tell me I have trust issues. But because I know who I am, I'm aware of that gut feeling. You know what I mean? You know, ladies, we know. We know. Anybody would try to tell you something bad about who you are. And, and first you got to take a step back like, wait, is that true about me? Then you reflect for a second. Mm, no, doesn't sound like me. So you might be projecting because you don't trust me. It ain't got nothing to do with me, right? When someone on social media is saying something crazy about someone else, that's why a lot of celebrities do their clap back and they'll look at the person's profile and they'll go in on how they look because it's usually the people who don't look anything like the celebrity or have their status that's doing the most yapping and talking. So don't let any else, anyone else's words get to you i know they say sticks and stones may break my bones but words will never hurt me that's a lie we've all been triggered and hurt from 
some harmful things that people have said about us. And of course, it hurts more when the person is closest to us and someone that we love, right? Your family, your friends, your relationships. When those people say something bad, it's like, ooh, that hurt. But again, know who you are. Don't take it on. Brush your shoulders off. Shake it off, like Taylor Swift would say, and keep it pushing. Don't let them shake you. Know that you are beautiful. Know that you are amazing. Know that you are flawless and you can do all things. And that'll make them even more upset to see that they can't, that their words don't hurt you. Girl, bye. Let them sit in their own mess and their own insecurities and keep it pushing. Move forward. Stay positive. Be the best you. Don't let anyone get you down today or any day for that matter. So let's be great. All right. Now it's time to celebrate. Got to give a huge Go Girl Woman Crush Wednesday shout out to Serena Williams. She won the first round of the French Open, which is her 800th win for her career. My goodness, her arms have to be sore, right? All that swinging of the racquetball. And she uh, she did an amazing job. She started off kind of rough. And an interviewer talked to her and asked her, do you ever think I am Serena Williams? Like, she doesn't have to try so hard. And she said, you know, her coach always tries to tell her that, that just know who she is. And she does, but she still had her own insecurities. She said she was nervous during this match the interviewer asked her how she's doing she said i'm okay i'm a little upset because of how she started but you know she just needed to inhale exhale and breathe and she would be all right she did wear an outfit you know everyone was on her cat suit from last year this year she wore an outfit some words on there read mom queen champion goddess and it was all in french she said i just needed some positive reinforcement Isn't that something? This woman, Serena Williams, who looks like she has it all, she still is like, I'm nervous. I'm a little upset at myself. I need some positive reinforcement. It doesn't change, ladies. It doesn't end. It doesn't stop. This self-love never, ever, ever stops. We keep growing. We keep evolving. We keep changing. We keep bettering ourselves. And this is what Serena Williams is going through. Someone who has so much money. And we're like, but she has this and that. How how can she be upset? Or th- We all have emotions. We all have emotions. So even on one of what she thinks might be one of her worst times or worst games or worst days, still better than a lot of other people. 800 wins. That's why I say focus on your accomplishments and all the things that make you great instead of all the things that you feel like don't make you great. You are great in every area of your life, but keeping it real, we all have some area where we feel like we could do better in. And same is true for Serena Williams. But 800 wins in her career, you go, girl. You go, girl. For winning and for being yourself, being out on our court, being vulnerable, and showing us all that positive thoughts, positive reinforcement really matters. It's a game changer. So congratulations to her. I'm sure her daughter and her husband are very proud of hers. So you go, girl. All right, that's my time. Be sure to come back next week. For now, please subscribe and share. You can follow my blog, Ashley Caprice, the C-A-P-R-I-C-E dot com. I'm also on social media. Just find me at I am Ashley Caprice. 
been fun speaking to you and I hope you learned something from this episode. I do appreciate all the feedback. A lot of people text me or DM me. I would love it if you leave the comments on the blogs or on the uh, actual iTunes page because I do appreciate it. So I will be back next week. And until then, remember, I am flawless. You go, girl.